Welcome back to Isopod, the isolation podcast, music courtesy of Sacred Lime, as always. I'm your co-host, Jack, joined by Corey. Corey, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Jack. How are you? Doing well. I'm still recovering from that Game of Thrones episode from Sunday. I won't spoil it for anybody. Um, Also saw Endgame twice, so um, highly recommend. I saw both of those those as well. I hadn't really watched... uh any of the Avengers, so I was a little out of the loop, but uh, <laughs> they, they gave us free tickets with the old Rumble Ponies, so I said, why not? Oh, uh, you, you gotta take him up on that offer always. Of course. Wow. Okay, well, maybe you should go back and watch, rewatch those, because those are actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'll pass, I guess, for now. Okay. Maybe later. Okay, sure. Yeah, I have too much music to, to listen to, man. That's true. Yeah, we have a lot to go over this week oh, from a huge week in music. Yeah, pretty big. Um, but first, let's uh, let's start as we do every week. Um, anything grow on you? You know what? That question always surprises me every week. Even though we've been doing it for like eight weeks straight, I <laughs> I can't really say there's been anything that's grown on me this week. Uh, there's been like eight new albums I've been trying to catch up on this week. So no, not really. Mm. How about I'm... you? I think you might like this. I um, I went back to the Cage the Elephant album and um, I liked it more. Nice. Liked it more. I enjoyed that yeah. one. Yeah. Actually, I have um, one thing to say. Mm-hmm. One thing that didn't grow on me, and you were right about this one, and we're going to talk about it very soon, but the Chopsticks mm-hmm. single on Schoolboy Q's album is really bad. Thank you. And I didn't Thank realize you. quite how bad it was. It's featuring Travis Scott, and Travis Scott just sings Chopsticks over and over again, and it's not very good. It's not even a hook. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, hate that song. We'll we'll get into that entire album shortly here. But uh, just a little bit of news. Um, Ari Lennox from the Dreamville Collective, uh, she is set to drop her debut album on May 7th, so that is very exciting. Great date. What uh? What's the significance of that date? It's just my birthday. I thought you were my friend. Whatever. <clears throat> Danny Brown is set to release his new album, executive produced by Q-Tip from, whoa, from a tribe called Quest. I saw ATCQ, and I know who Q-Tip is, but it just it left my brain for a second. Of course, a tribe called Quest, the legendary Q-Tip, <laughs> Danny Brown, uh. That one's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, his last album, Atrocity Exhibition, was... Absurd. Insane. insane. So, yeah, you know he's going he's gonna to bring the heat on that album. Um, all right. Well, yeah, not too much news, so that's, that's about it. Let's, uh, let's get right into our CONO segment. We've got two major releases that... Um, that are uh, that we'll probably be covering next week, unless somebody else does a surprise drop. Oh, but we'll get surprised by like five or so, but absolutely. First off, uh, a band that we've been covering quite a bit on the show, Vampire Weekend, dropping their Father of the Bride album. Uh, Corey, are you intrigued? CC, I'm very intrigued. Um, Vampire Weekend back with their highly anticipated. I don't. I don't. You can't even call it a follow up album. They're at, rap or sorry indie rock mogul at this point and mm-hmm, they've been mm-hmm. out of the scene for a few years now so very excited for this one yeah they haven't dropped an album in 
I want to say like five years. I don't know. I don't know the exact, um, the exact year of their last one. But yeah, I'm very intrigued about this one as well. Their singles have been very fun. So expecting, uh, expecting big things from this album. Next, we have UFOF by Big Thief, the band. Jack, are you intrigued? Um, uh, I mean, I heard that one single that we had on the playlist. Uh, Cattails. Cattails, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that one a lot. I'm going to say C. C, very intrigued. I I had yet to hear a song from them until that single. So, um, and I enjoyed that. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say C. What about you? Yeah, I'm in the exact same boat. I really thought you were going to say no, but hey, here we are doing the same <laughs> stuff every time. Let's here, get right into are. our albums. Let's talk about the aforementioned Crash Talk album from Schoolboy Q. Jack, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, Crash Talk. This is his third album. I thought it was kind of a mess. Uh, he kind of jumps all over the place, experiments with with uh, different different sounds that I don't think go together very well um, at points. There, there were a few high moments that that uh, I actually have a have one of uh, one of the songs on this week's playlist. So uh, it wasn't all bad, but I mean, we, it, when you have a, a song like Chopsticks on your album, it's not going to be a, a a fantastic listen, you know. So um, yeah, I just, agree. Yeah, just didn't keep my attention for for as as long as as I'm sure Schoolboy Q would would have hoped. I kind of lost interest. Um, midway through, so uh, what 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 did uh, what did you think, TDE member? I I agree. Um, I wasn't even huge on Oxymoron and Blank Face, and I thought they both blew this one out of the water. Um, for wow. being known as a lyricist, there were very few lines that stuck out to me or even made sense on this album. Uh, I mm-hmm. thought most of the features fell short, and yeah, I just wanted more TDE on the. Albums. I feel like those collabs are always good, and I feel like Kendrick's really the only one in that group who can get away with like not having TDE features on his album and still killing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It would have been nice to see because I know I know Q has been uh, he's pretty tight with Isaiah. That would have been nice to have a. I mean, they're all tight. Safe. I mean, SZA, yeah. J Rock, they've all been on his old albums, and they've been yeah, great songs. That's true, so that's true, that's I was kind of disappointed. Even uh, even Skywalker. <laughs> even <laughs> I don't know about Big that. Lance. Uh, next we have Arizona Baby by Kevin Abstract. We've been talking about he's been releasing kind of these EPs and increments to mm-hmm. lead up to this album. Uh, I really enjoyed the last five tracks he added, maybe with the exception of Use Me, the first one. Um, I'm not sure it lives up to Brockhampton's best work, but I thought it was a really solid solo project. And you can see his development since American Boyfriend. Um, that live stream on the tr- treadmill for, what was it, like 12 hours was just absurd um yeah kevin just trying out new things um but i think he just announced he's traveling to europe to focus on himself and his mental health um he's was very honest on this record and it's pretty obvious he's struggling but the album itself was very enjoyable in my opinion right yeah it seems to it it's definitely apparent that he's in a kind of an, an odd place right now so um i didn't know he was traveling to europe that that uh he's traveling somewhere i want to say it's europe he yeah, seems, says he needs to get away. Yeah, um, yeah. I I thought this was a very enjoyable listen. I I wasn't huge on the first installment of of Arizona Baby. I 
I thought there was, you know, that Georgia track was, was definitely the standout there. But other than that, like the other ones weren't anything great. But I think that this third installment of the album was, um, you know, from top to bottom. I, I don't think I, I just liked one track and I thought he, he closed it out really well. Um, talks about, he opens up a lot about his, his struggles in the last year. I think he just suffered a pretty significant breakup in his life. So that's probably why he's in a, in an interesting state. And then he, he opens up a little bit about the whole Amir situation. Yeah. A little um, bit. Yeah. Not, not, not too much, but, but he definitely touches on it. Uh, yeah. You can definitely hear the influences throughout, um, Especially, I, I thought, I don't know if you caught this, but on Use Me, his opening flow sounds exactly like Frank. Like, Interesting. Exact. I'll have to go back I, to that. Yeah, he definitely for, wears for, his influences yeah. on his sleeve sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard some Frank, I heard some Childish, I heard um, I heard some uh, some Prince in there a little bit. So, um, yeah, just, uh, I thought it was overall very enjoyable. So, um doesn't touch any of the the saturations, but you know, for what this is, it's uh, it's better than American Boyfriend, I think, from Kevin, which was his last solo album. Um, let's get right into the For the Throne soundtrack, the Game of Thrones soundtrack, and we were talking about this yesterday, like soundtracks. I don't even know what you how you can call them soundtracks anymore, because um, none of these songs are going to show up, or at least I think are going to show up in the show itself but um talk about all over the all over the place this soundtrack is just like i mean you get a few rappers that 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 contribute a little bit and then you have these indie bands that have these like subtle soothe soothing songs that um kind of go along with the the game of thrones like medieval vibe um but I don't know. Yeah, was... I thought it was super mediocre. I kind of liked the ASAP and Joey track. I actually kind of enjoyed the LA Golding one. Um, but overall, mm. yeah, I thought it was okay. It was fine. Maybe a little yeah. bit better than I thought for being this commercial release. But yeah, I don't really get the point. I think it's kind of for clicks and stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get into my favorite album <laughs> of the month. Anger Management by Rico Nasty and Kenny Beats. They absolutely do their thing for 19 minutes straight. Um, I'm going to warn you right away. I think Rico Nasty is an acquired taste and definitely wouldn't recommend her if you're not into rap already. Um, But I'm just absolutely obsessed now. Um, She said that this album is like a temper tantrum. So it's supposed to start out all panicked. Um, she mm-hmm. thinks it out and then finishes calm, which is absolutely true. The first few tracks are absolutely wow. insane. She's wrapping her ass off, gets into these. I mean, like even the last songs aren't that slow, but by her standards, I guess they are. They're a little bit more poppy. I I enjoy all of it. I enjoyed every single track. Um, mm-hmm. it's my album of the month so far. Uh, Kenny Beats goes crazy on the beats. Um, that dirt off your shoulders sample on Hayton oh, is crazy, yeah. and yeah, Rico just cool. displayed why she bust onto the scene with her infectious energy and rhymes. I love it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, this was this was like an in your like as in your face a rap album as you can get like right away. Uh, the are you tired of the same old things? 
thing. And she yeah. just comes in. It's uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, and then her, like, obnoxious flow with these, like, clunky and, like, um, I want to say, not, they're not techno, techno, but, like, they're, they're, they've got some, like, heavy, um, they're definitely heavy. <laughs> there, there's some heavy beats, uh, that are, that are thrown in, so I think that that mixed in with the obnoxious Rico flow is, uh, makes for a, just a very unique listen. Absolutely. And uh, that's interesting that that you wouldn't recommend. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would recommend this to to non rap fans. Definitely not. There's no <laughs> way they're gonna enjoy it. No chance. Um. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh. Next up, we have "Fishing for Fishies" by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Um. King Gizzard. Uh. Indie indie band that's been been pretty relevant for a while. They Australian. Uh, Australian. That's right. I think they. I think we talked about um, in 2017. They dropped three albums in the same year, which is just, which. I is thought it wild. was five. Was it five? I'm pretty I sure it's five. Okay, well that's crazy. I was going to compare them to the Brockhampton three saturation albums. No, okay, even, five. even more just, impressive. Even more. Wow. Okay. Um, I I enjoyed this quite a bit. I think this was my favorite indie. Uh, indie album of the week. Um, we had quite a few indie bands that that came out uh, with material, but this was um, uh, this was for sure my uh, my favorite. Uh, I think they. I like how they play off that like boogie theme or whatever they have oh, going yeah. on. Get ready to boogie. Get ready to boogie. That harmonica uh, all throughout it. it's amazing. Yeah. Bring yeah. it back. Lo- um, I like how um, they detailed like humans' relationship with nature, singing mm-hmm. "Death will come from plastic," among other lines about our changing world. And yeah, mm-hmm. I just thought it was a really exciting mm-hmm. album yep. from a band who's yep. rumored to have another project in 2019. So maybe they'll drop like seven in 2019. Who knows? Well, that that Planet B single that we talked about uh, last week, they um, they didn't put it on this album. That's so right. Maybe another album this year. Who knows? CC, um, I'm very intrigued. Very intrigued. <laughs> Next we have Violet Street by the local natives. Jack, I actually just listened to this this morning all the way through. I kind of forgot about it. Um, it's this slow, somber record, but I enjoyed it for what it was, more than I expected. Mm-hmm. How about you? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like I was talking with my with my my housemate yesterday about local natives and I don't think they've put out an, an entire album that's like completely cohesive since hummingbird um which was their 2013 release and this one there's just you know a couple a couple tracks that 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 you can kind of take from and, and be like okay let's those, those are those are solid that's 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 a local native sound but there's like the song on here i think it's cafe amarillo i thought was a pretty terrible song and it didn't go with like anything that they were talking about, so I don't I don't understand why they threw a song like that on here. Um, but for what it was, I I thought it was it was all right. Um, definitely nothing nothing crazy. But there was there was a a major highlight that I did throw on the playlist this week. So look forward to that. Um, next up, we have "Seeing Other People" by Foxygen. This is um, Foxygen's uh, like 
tribute to, I guess, like, 80s pop in, like, it's kind of like their their ode to David Bowie. That's that, that's kind of what what I was what I was hearing uh, sure. with the sounds that they, that they were having on here. But I did not enjoy this really. Yeah, me neither. Um, I turned it on at the gym, and it wasn't the right decision. Needed to yeah, you probably should, get that this listen. This is not the album to, uh, to get a get a quick pump into Foxygen. I don't no. know if uh, that's ever been done, but uh, with all the great albums this week, I wouldn't I wouldn't go with this one. Next, we have The Balance by Catfish and the Bottlemen. I think they have a great sound, but man, does it get... It is so homogenous. Um, and the A-side, it felt like it was all singles that they had already released, which I think is just a weird decision, so... It was. Overall, like, there's no song on it that I think's even bad, but it's just... It gets so tiring to listen to it and in full so i i think there's a lot of songs you can pull from from it that are great and listen to on their own mm-hmm. but not my favorite album mm-hmm. i after think you liked this listen, one more right well after first listen i i mean i texted you about this and i and i i was i thought i was blown away uh I was, it was like a casual listen i just had it on in the, in the background but from what, from what i was what i was hearing i thought it was fantastic and so i went back and uh listened to it again um and yeah it it definitely gets tiresome at like the six seven track mark. Um, there's like the the singles are phenomenal. Like fluctuate is still I think my favorite yeah. off of this. Uh, definitely have talent, but I don't. I don't, they really lose uh, lose the interest of uh, of the listener um, on the second half. So, um, yeah, I was. I was hoping that I could name this uh, my album of the month, uh, but uh, to no avail. But you can't. But I Lastly, can't. we have The Last Party by Matt Martians. I'm just going to go through this really quick. Uh, Matt Martians of the internet, he's a producer, songwriter, singer for them. Um, it features his groovy lo-fi funk sound. It's not bad, but just really never caught my attention. I think it's going to end up being pretty forgettable. Um, so with that, let's jump right into the playlist. The playlist, first, and first off, Corey, Corey's we have pick. Crumble, my pick, from Kevin Abstract's new album, Crumble. Um, it features an intro from Dominique Fike, who I was talking about last week. You've oh, got baby. room in your phone for one more distraction. He croons. Um, it's a slow ballad as Kevin details a lot of his struggles growing up in Texas and since gr- gaining fame in the last year. Um, it's a common theme throughout this album, but I love this one. Also enjoyed that one too. I love the I love the slow um, uh, the the slow kind of uh, kind of mood to this, and then uh, and then it kind of kicks up a notch with that ending Boyer song. So. Uh, yeah, love that one. Next up, Mulholland by James Blake. This is, um, I guess you could call it like his, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a supplies, uh, uh, single or not even a single. It's, I no, guess it goes along with the, it's an assume it's from the assume form deluxe edition, but it, he just added this song and this song alone. Right. Uh, so I don't know why he didn't just put this on the, on the album initially. Cause this is. Whew, wow. Um, proves once again that James Blake knows how to manipulate that auto-tune. My goodness. Oh, yeah. He can do no Wowzers. wrong. It fits in perfect with... It would fit in perfect with the album, too. 
Yeah, it would have. Uh, yeah, I just I I love how the song, it just it it like continuously builds towards uh, his final like really high pitched verse, and then he gets into his his normal vocal inflection. So, um, yeah, once once I mean. Gosh, what 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 more can I say about about this album? It just it just adds an extra layer to what makes this album so great. Absolutely, I love that one as well. Next, we have "Essentially" from Michelle Zahner, better known from her state, better known as her stage name, Japanese Breakfast. Um, this is a pulsing indie pop record. Um, kind of takes an interesting perspective about a breakup. Um, anyway, it's a nice, easy listen. Check out her 2017 album, Soft Sounds from Another Planet, if you haven't already. I'm really into her. Actually, I should have talked about her as someone uh, that's been growing on me recently. She's good. I was a little um, disappointed that you put this on the playlist first because uh, I love this single. Absolutely <laughs> love this single. So beat me to the beat me to the punch. Of course. Next, we have wow. your Kevin Abstract pick. Yeah, that's right. Peach. Uh, this song, wow. Um, this song features Dominic Fike again, um, but also features uh, Brockhampton's very own Joba and Bareface. So very exciting. A little, a little Brockhampton reunion on this song. Um, this was my absolute favorite off of Arizona Baby. Uh I can't get enough of this song. This is such a summer love song vibe. And the hook on this, my gosh, like, can you talk about a more buttery, smooth uh, hook? Gosh. I doubt I'll it. be your baby doll, your bodyguard. Sing it. If you tell me to. Wow. Oh, and, in, in you know, in classic bareface fashion, he just ends the song with, like, those beautiful vocals when he, when he just sings, it's all peaches and cream if you left your love. Uh, I'll be right. My gosh, just just leave leave leaves you in such a such a such a positive positive mood. Um, but gosh, this this song I, I I can't get enough of. I've just like Georgia Georgia for you. This is this is this is my this is your Georgia. My, my, this is this is my Georgia. We got Georgia yeah. and we got Peach as well. Uh, Georgia Peach. There Georgia you go. Peach. What a uh, performance by Jack. Let's get into again by Rico Nasty. <laughs> The closing track, if anger management's a tantrum, this is the calm. It's the least aggressive she'll get, but that's kind of saying something because it's, I mean, like, you should listen to this one first if you've never listened to her because if you're not going if, to if, if you're not gonna get offended by anything else, it, it won't be this one. So um, mm. it's the least aggressive I've ever heard her, kind of poppy, but she absolutely kills it, sharing some of her most vulnerable lines. I'm going to read her verse too because I love it so much. She says, sometimes I get distracted by madness. Why do tragedies happen? Tragedies happen. What if I'm not adapting? Friends posting pictures. I'm like, where was I when this happened? People looking at me funny. It's like money. The money's the magnet. It's like I'm doing magic the way I flip it and bag it. Shit might go wrong. I don't panic. I know I got some but habits. But who doesn't? No discussion. I ain't bluffing. I do the shit like it's nothing. Put my all into something. Yeah, I came up from nothing. Love that verse. Love that track. It's beautiful. Rico Nasty. Ends it in style. Wow, way to go! That was impre- that was impressive right there. Jeez. I tried. I, I fumbled over a couple lines there, but you, you get the point. She's impressive. That's wow, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, ne- next next up, we have the closing track to Crash Talk uh, by Schoolboy Q. 
Uh, this one's called Attention. Uh, abs, I, I really enjoyed uh, two things from the, from this song. One, like, he's got this old-school hip-hop beat in the background that, honestly, it sounds like an Alchemist beat. Um, and Ooh. it's funny that that was, like, the first thing that, that, that hit me. And then, of course, Schoolboy, he, uh, he talks about his relationship with, with the Alchemist now. Um, and, and that's like, that's another reason why I, I absolutely love this song. He, he talks about the attention that he's getting now or the recognition he's getting from his idols. So, uh, talked about Jay-Z, um, acknowledging him, Nas calling Nas. him the best rapper alive, which is wild. Um, and Dr. Dre. It really so, is. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I just, I love it. I love it. Um, one of the few, few high points off Crash Talk. Got it. Uh, it was definitely one of the best tracks on there. Next, we have Reels Not Real by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. It starts with this hard synth guitar-driven sound and transitions to this bouncy pop beat with lyrics about our world and how we're not happy with the state of it, but we never really do much. It ends with this harmonica at the end, classic as this your reels not real refrain um ends as the guitars return it's a really epic song i love this one my favorite from that fishing yet, for fishies yet, album yet another single that Corey decided to put on the playlist um before me so i i i appreciate you um i was gonna absolutely throw this one on here because this is this was my my favorite from that album but uh i was like you know what I don't want to just reach for another song, so I'll just I'll just leave that right there. So, um, well, you took James loved, Blake, so you actually took a I couple. Did. We we both really just copy each other. It's pretty pathetic. Well, yeah, we're the same person, but we decided to start a podcast together. So here we are. Um, next up, we have Gulf Shores by Local Natives. This was um, my my opinion the absolute high point off of Violet Street. It's it it. It leads in with this gorgeous piano, um, and then the vocals, uh, the vocals are go along super nicely, and then just explodes with this synthesized guitar uh, riff that uh, that gets you uh, gets you tapping your feet, um, and uh, the song just touches on the band's uh, beginnings in in Los Angeles and and growing into into what they are today. Um, yeah, just uh, uh, super enjoy this track. Um, and then up next is Corey's pick from that Catfish in the Bottleman, uh, Catfish in the Bottleman record. That's right. It's Mission. It's the ninth track from The Balance. I thought it was a great rock track, especially if you don't listen to it in the context of the album. Like when I just listen to it in the context of our playlist, I think it's one of the high points on there. Um, it details a conversation from the perspective of the lead singer's band's father. Um, with his son, and features this amazing guitar solo at the end from Bondi. I really like this one. Definitely one of the best tracks on that balance record. Nice, nice. And to wrap it all up here, a uh, new single from the Black Keys called Eagle Birds. This is uh, another single promoting their um, their upcoming album, Let's Rock. And uh, just rock. saw an interview... Just saw an interview with the Black Keys uh, talking about that that new album, and they said that it's uh, it's going to be an ode to the electric guitar. And uh, if that's what the album's going to be about, then this song is absolutely following following that theme. This is a a heavy heavy electric guitar riff, 
and it's a it's a it's a face melter. Let's just say that it's a it's a, it's a face melter, and uh, just just high high, high tempo uh, lead vocalist Dan. I whenever I hear a Black Keys song, I don't know if you feel this way, but when I hear a Black Keys song, it kind of takes me back to the late seventies. Like his his voice kind of brings yeah. Me that that's place. exactly what I said about that last single we put on. It's it's got like this modern classic rock vibe. It, that's exactly what it is. I forgot you said that. That's right. Um, yeah, it's it's a modern classic vibe. That's exactly what it is. And he just takes me takes me there every time. And this is this is no different. Um, uh, let's rock. I don't think there's a release date yet, as far as I know. But that's another album that uh, uh, gotta look forward to from Black Keys, legendary, um, legendary rock band. Yeah, lots of music to look forward to. We're very hyped about that Vampire Weekend. Uh, album coming out later this week um i think we went pretty long this week so jack you have anything else before we close it out that's that that that, that's it that's all um we'll uh we'll we'll see you guys next week sounds good thanks for listening guys we really appreciate it love to hear your thoughts isopod out why do i always say that